world, what up, world, what up, what up, what up? We got another session of untherapy. We got the beautiful untherapist ladies with us. Hey, Lady J, how you feeling? Hey, I'm therapy base. I am feeling amazing. It is one out of four favorite holidays, and I am so ready for it. Is Veterans Day already? Oh, don't play. You know, okay. it's all time. Oh, okay, okay. I'm about to say, because if I ain't getting off from work, it ain't a good holiday for me. Um, but Deja Deja, how you feeling? I cannot complain. So I'm good. I'm blessed. Good, good. Jelly, how you feeling? I am so glad that it's almost the end of the week. I don't know about this holiday, but yeah, glad about that. <laughs> so I'm talking about Shay, how you feeling? Right. I'm excited to have some time off. Um, let's get into this holiday of Halloween. Listen, you know me, man. I was able to put the fork to my face and eat today. So I feel really good. I'm marvelous. I'm blessed. Let's get into it now. First, I got to ask, ladies, do y'all celebrate Halloween? Lady J, how about you? Talk I, to I, listen, I'm a holiday type of woman, right? I'm a big holiday type of girl. So I 100% celebrate Halloween. I'm all for dressing up, giving out candy to the kids, going to Halloween parties. I'm all for it. Okay. What, what you what you dressing up as for Halloween? If you, if you, you, know, if you had to decide. Actually, I bought two outfits for this year. I got Mrs. Incredible, and I also got the Ringmaster. So, you know, Fashion Nova had that little BOGO or whatnot. So... Do your thing. Shout out to the BOGO. Shout out to Fashion Nova. Okay, every tragedy Ooh. means an additional discount. Easy. So. Easy, easy on the ads. Easy on the ads. They, they're going to pay soon. But I oh. appreciate that. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them getting free ads. Like, oh, we ain't got to pay for this one. Yes, you do. <laughs> But no, I got two outfits. Uh, depending which one fits better, I'm gonna be either Mrs. Incredible or the Ringmaster. So okay, okay, nice. All right, Deja, how about you? You celebrate Halloween? I haven't so much recently. I used to be really into the holiday, but if someone has a Halloween party, I definitely would go. Um, but I haven't in a long time. So you don't do Halloween. So you don't really celebrate Halloween, but you'll go to like a Halloween party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Jelly, how about you? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got my answer. Sorry <laughs> to be so blunt. But okay. I will just. <laughs> He's like these heathens. <laughs> no, I'm no to each his own. I don't just that's all exactly. No, uh uh-uh, because then people be like, Oh, who is you? The nun? No. Elder Jelly. <laughs> um but to be honest i've never really celebrated halloween like i've even gone to parties and not dressed up um but yeah i just that's never been a part of my lifestyle and this year i'll be at the greatest place ever at the most illustrious universities uh homecoming on halloween anyway so it don't even matter yes ma'am Okay. Oh, that's FAMU, by the way, for people that don't know. I was about to say, with Harvard? What are you talking about? But I'm just, <laughs> No, no, no. They, they fail in comparison to It's the Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University, founded October 3rd, 1887. What? Okay, you, you and these ads, y'all be putting a lot of ads in there. <laughs> Listen, this is the HBCU, and it's publicly funded, so... I ain't trying to hear that. I ain't trying to hear we're that. Trying, we're trying to support the future, okay? That's wonderful. We the best in the bright. We are the, we are the future. Just want to share that with y'all. And therapy is the future. You're right. Thank you. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. But we appreciate it. Definitely shout out to HBCUs. Um, Shay, how about you? You celebrate Halloween this year? Um, not really. I never really celebrated Halloween. Um, that's not my favorite holiday. My holiday is Christmas, but we'll talk about that another date. But I'm not, okay. you know, I'm not mad at people who who celebrate it or want to dress up and all that stuff. It's cute. I mean, I feel like that's more for the kids. Um. So yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm just neutral about it. It's fine. I'm not excited about it, but I'm not mad about it either. That it's cute was like the the slightest little shade in the world. Uh-huh. <laughs> no shade. It's no cute. Shade. It's cute. It's for kids, but it's cute. It's cute. I get it. Yeah. I, get it. I get it. I get Lady J gonna wear her Incredibles costume no matter what. So it don't even right. matter. <laughs> it don't even matter. But let me ask because I'm not gonna lie. Halloween makes me cringe. I don't want nobody knocking on my door, asking me if I got candy. 
Like, I don't want nobody trying to egg me. Like, growing up, Halloween was like a, it was an interesting thing in New York City where you didn't know if you, it was very, um, in schools, you had to be, you had to get walked home by the, um, not walked home, but you had to get walked to the bus stop by school safety and stuff because gangs were on a rampage. Um, they would be egging people. They would put like lye or acid and eggs and throw it at people. So it's never something I really look forward to. I just kind of, I, I just used to want to sleep that day away. And I also don't want nobody knocking on my door saying trick or treat. I ain't got nothing for you because I don't celebrate it. Um, but for the people who didn't celebrate it, Deja, Jelly, and Shay, did you do anything in place of that? Like, did y'all, did y'all like go to church and have like hallelujah night and stuff like that? Yes, we, uh, we didn't necessarily go to church, but the church hosted a function at the skating rink every year and they had like um goodie bags with like candy and stuff but they also had a concession stand so yeah we would be spinning around the skating rink listening to kirk franklin all of the parents <laughs> would <laughs> drop their kids <laughs> off and the youth leaders would be there and stuff making sure that we weren't sneaking in no corners but we had a great time nobody dressed up but yeah we skated pretty much till like Usually it was on a school night growing up that I can remember. So maybe like 9, 30, 10 o'clock and everybody went home. Okay, this is on Halloween night. Yes, on Halloween. Okay, Deja, how about you? See, no, like younger, I would like go out. So like there would be like Halloween parties, possibly okay. like older, like our neighbor would do like an older like trick or treat or like our school would have something. So I usually was like out. Um, I wasn't at the ha- uh, Halloween night, um, but older now usually if it's not like maybe like a kickback at somebody's house i'm usually in the house for halloween okay shay how about well you said it's for kids i don't know if i see if i should even come back to with this question ah! but um well like when i was younger like i remember one time i went like they had like a halloween party whatever one of my mom's co-workers and we went over and we went trick-or-treating with those kids and all that stuff but like one, I know I'm going to get some comments about this. I don't really like candy like that. So, like, I would trick-or-treat, eat one or two pieces and give away my candy. So, like, that was just one part of it. It's like, I'm going to knock on doors for something I don't really like. Um, that was number one. And then, like, uh, beyond that, I would say when I got older, I just, you know, stayed in the house. Cause like you said, like in New York, you know, gang initiation and stuff was going on. So it was oh, yes. like, I didn't do something in school. Like we would usually do something in school, but like, that would be the extent of it. Like had something in school or if maybe somebody's having a party, that'll be about it. And then like, now I work in an actual school. So the extent of my Halloween celebration is what I do for the kids at the school. And that's about it. Yes. And y'all keep sharing prayer. Cause she lives in the Bronx. So just, just keep her in prayer. <laughs> stuff like that like the halloween up there Ooh. yeah it's different but <laughs> I mean, nothing, nothing's happened i'm still here to tell the tale so yes god loves you for some reason yeah whatever yes. that reason is we appreciate it um <laughs> but it's, yeah but it's it's, so, it's it's dangerous so question since we're on like halloween have anyone ever uh did mischief night the night before what is, what is that Oh, maybe that's the thing here. But Mischief Night is First like basically all, the night Deja, before. Huh? Deja, Deja I, I not to cut you off, but it's Philly. Every night is Mischief Night in Philly. <laughs> no, honestly. Let's be, let's be, come on now. There's no honestly. night where crime isn't happening in Philly. Let's no, not be. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You go that. ahead now. Please. No, I'll take that. But Please Mischief Night is like the night before Halloween. And like that's when everybody would do like the stupid stuff. So like egging the cars and wrapping cars and wrapping trees with the toilet paper. Like you just went out and did havoc the night before. So now exactly like uh, Fern had said, Philly is crazy. So like mischief night and Halloween, I be trying to be in the house or I'm in like one place. You get what I'm saying? Like not trying to really run the streets because mischief night is like for real. I know we used to do it as like teenagers and stuff, but y'all never y'all never had nothing like that. No, no, but I'm I'm interested to see what you did for Mischief Night. Um, I have popcorn right here, and I'm waiting. Tell me what you did. Well, as I a remember child. one time. I remember one time for Mischief Night. It was it had to have been like when Halloween, I guess, fell on like a weekend. Um, we did like a scavenger hunt, and it was like four points. So 
like one might be like break into the, like the school's football field. Like, and that was like 50 points. And we were like in teams and stuff. I never did nothing. Like I messed up really doing crazy stuff. Like we stole um, traffic cones and uh, <laughs> like, we did stuff like that. <laughs> now what oh was y'all going to do with that stuff? Right. We truly just collected so it. Like just traffic. Well, no, I tried to get a cone that was like just kind of sitting somewhere, not really like going to mess up traffic, but we, it was like a point system. So like we were in teams and you had like two or three hours to do different things. So like one was like, get your ears pierced. Like we just were out doing a bunch what? of things. You yes. wanna- and then you come back and then no. you start adding up points. Like one was like ding dong ditch. You have to go up to a house. Like it was like a whole bunch of things. It was really fun. But like that's what we were trying to do. Like maybe not Deja. No. Not Deja. This was your no. fun. Philly? No. Y'all played this game so in Philly? Fun. Back in my younger days, you know. Um, well, well, last year? What do you mean? You say younger. <laughs> Back in my teenage years, I'll say. I'm just nervous because I've been to Philly before and it's a very dangerous place at times. Oh, we so, did this in the burbs. Let me put that out there. Okay. We did okay. this in Ooh. the burbs. We was not, oh, okay. we was not in the street streets doing oh, this. I'm about, no. I'm about to say, I, it looked like the wire out there. <laughs> and play those games out there about y'all. Yeah, no, no. This was done in the burbs. <laughs> Deja was in the hood of Bucks County. <laughs> let me tell you something. Listen, exactly. okay. Because I'm like, listen, I, I know I felt uncomfortable in Philly. I, I ain't going to lie. I went to get a cheesesteak one time in Philly. And I walked into Max's and I had an all black on. And when I came outside, everybody had white t-shirts. So they knew I wasn't from there. I was so uncomfortable. So I'm like, I know I just stepping outside. I felt uncomfortable. You over mm-hmm. there playing. Uh, was it, you just say a ditch and a ding and ditch. What is it called? Ditch and oh, ding? ding dong ditch. Oh man. Yeah. We call it something different down. So. <laughs> okay. Knock okay. Negro knock. Wow. Negro yeah. knock. Yeah, yeah but it's it's not the word Negro, but yeah, this is a clean podcast. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, 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 gotcha. Wow, that's so funny how things are just different. But now, it depends. Different places. It, it, crazy. Now, wait, wait, wait. I need to know how y'all did that down south. Like, when you say down south, what you talking about? Because houses would be like a mile apart, depending on where you at. So you had to- not in no farm area. <laughs> we have no, neighborhoods. No, we don't have soup. We have neighborhoods in Georgia. I don't come okay. for the soup. No, I'm just saying because my family from Alabama, like my house is on the hill. So if you ring that bell, you got to run all the way down the hill. You had to dodge the, the the dog that was on a loose leash and then go out the gate. And then the next oh, house yeah, no, no, no. was like up the. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I said we're part down south because yeah. I know where my family was and and our neighbors was like a good 15 minutes away. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't play that at my grandma or my granddad's house in Alabama. Okay. Only like at my auntie's house in Georgia or even in my neighborhood. But my mama, she was one of the ones that us that's always looking out the door. So we were, didn't really play that in my neighborhood at my auntie's house. We did. Okay, okay, L- Lady J, let me ask you something, if you don't mind. For you, what was some of the things that you look forward to about Halloween? Y'all remember elementary school, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did it? dress up to go to school no yeah we did here no 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 i went to a private <laughs> i honestly went to a private school growing up and um it was in new york still so just as dangerous <laughs> so you had to get home you actually get off early on halloween right it was half the dangerous things yeah it's half really? days what let me tell you something oh no let me tell you something so the age, so there might be a slight age difference, right? I grew up, I went to, I was in elementary in the 90s. So what happened is this gang initiations, like Shay said. And um, with those initiations, if they say, hey, what time is it? You know, and you look down at your watch, better believe that your face is going to come up leaking because somebody's going to try to slice you, that type of behavior. So you had to be very careful on Halloween. You couldn't just be meandering around the streets and stuff like that because people were known to get shot on Halloween. Like, it was really a devil's holiday to some people, so they kind of stayed away from it. So that's why I said I didn't really celebrate Halloween. I didn't want no parts of it. I wouldn't be caught in certain neighborhoods, that type of thing. That's just me personally. So I didn't look forward to it. Okay, so I went to public school in Metro Atlanta 
in the 90s in elementary school and we did a full day and you were not allowed to wear costumes like you could bring candy to give to your like the other students in your class but you were not allowed to wear costumes whereas now I have a boss that actually lives uh, in Bucks County Deja and she took her son out of school because she didn't want him to feel bad because all the other kids dressed up and he didn't have a costume because she yeah. doesn't sell Halloween. Mm-hmm. So it's that's weird to me that y'all got a half day. Yeah, like I never got a half day, but like even in elementary school, like my school, everyone used to dress up and they had a parade around. So the elementary school I went to, it's in the same area where my parents live. Like all the houses, it's called insert area name then the elementary school is called insert that elementary school of insert area right so like they they have like a parade on halloween they have all the kids at the elementary school dress up and they have a whole parade with everyone like dressed up and they still do it to this day um with the kids so it's funny to me i I think after college and after grad school my first job my um the ceo it was a um, Caucasian lady and she was a big Halloween fan. Like when I worked there, every Halloween we'll get half day as long as it fell on a weekday because she wanted everybody to go out and celebrate. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I, I just think that as you grow older, like especially if you grew up in a, a religious household, Halloween was like a demon's holiday. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, Definitely. They, they, taught you, they, they taught you, they went and taught you the historicity behind it about the witches and the warlocks and the spirits that travel. So do you like, nah, I don't want no parts of this. As you grow up and you may not be in certain urban sections growing up, as you got older, you go to like, um, uh, what's that, Union Square and stuff in the city. People were really just having fun being somebody else for the day. You know, now mm-hmm. while there could be still elements of demonic behavior that may exist a little bit more that day than other days, it was really nothing to be 100% completely afraid of. But growing up, depending on you know, your parents or your spiritual beliefs or, you know what I mean, your ethnic background, it could be different. And you can see it differently. But, you know, when you get a certain age, it's up to you to make that decision. Because now some people may carry it over to their children. So their children start saying, hey, can I grow Like they'll have class parties and the other children dressing up and they have to go in their uniform because, you know, their family doesn't believe in that. So, you know, it's different for everybody, I think. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that's just how I seen it. Did is that did that happen to you too, Jelly? Yeah, like we literally were taught, like, you know, it's pretty much what you just said, like demonic, it's like the devil's day, like, and basically at church, they were basically saying, We're gonna take this day back, we're gonna praise the Lord while we're at the skating rink, you know, we're gonna play the Lord's music, all the other good stuff. Now that I'm older, I see that it's not as you know evil or satanic is like they made it out to be or maybe that I interpreted it as when I was younger Mm -hmm. Um, but I still don't see the need for me to participate myself Um, I do think it's cute when I see little kids dressed up but I feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. when they're dressed up as evil things like um, like witches or demons or stuff like that like make them Winnie the Pooh or make them you know like a fairy princess but all of the the evil stuff that bothers me because it's like why would you want to see your child as a devil like with horns and all of that to me that's not cute I don't, I don't like that now I even have a dog now it's, just, it's like oh okay they got these cute little costumes at PetSmart with like a person riding on the back and they're like a horse or something like to me that's cute but I don't want to have like a little goblin running around my house. And now I got to double check the shadows. Little Chucky. Every- little exactly. Chucky. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, if I see anybody's child in the airport as I'm leaving Florida and they dressed as Chucky, they better not sue me if I punt kick that little baby because I don't like Chucky. <laughs> I don't I don't play with stuff like that. And I feel like you're putting your own this child endangerment in terms of making them look like that so realistically and leaving them out in public. Don't do that. Protect yeah. you and your child. Yeah. Yeah, you you're absolutely right. It's um it's hard to refute, you know, the some of the evil things that they were saying about Halloween because like I said, growing up in New York, you've seen so much bad things happen in that day. So, you know, I understood what they were saying, 
but as we get older, you know, we make those decisions for ourselves. Um, and then you just go from there. You know, you learn more, not necessarily learn more about it, but like you said, I, I, I don't see the harm for everybody else doing it. It's just not something I'll participate in, you know? Yeah, but well, I do get it, the, the fear or maybe the reason why people think that it's, you know, so amped up uh, on a spiritual level because literally I, I used to live in Chicago for like four years and yes. there would be so many murders on Halloween night if it didn't snow. Yes. There would be so many murders on Halloween night that it's like, how do you not feel a sense of evil in the air? Like it's just so overwhelming that you want to stay in your house, almost like a real life purge in a sense. So yeah. Like I said, it, it my mindset is definitely a lot different in terms of what the uh, holiday means. But in terms of my participation, I think it would only be for like my children. And I definitely wouldn't dress them in anything evil or quote unquote spooky. Yeah, it, it, it was it's interesting. It was one year in church and because I deal with the youth in my church as well. And we did something called a holy ween with them, and we allowed them to do, dress up. And it was, I don't think it was on Halloween, but we used a Friday night close to Halloween or something like that. And we allowed them to dress up in different costumes. We had um, games for them, you know. We had candy for them. We had like ice cream, a ice cream bar where they could make their own ice cream stuff like that. And they had a really good time. And we got so much flack from other churches for it. It's so crazy. And like they were really like, I wouldn't say they were hating. But there was a lot of negativity that came from it. So we didn't do it anymore. And then the next couple years, Dang. it became a trend. Oh, okay, good. I was yeah. about to say, let the kids have fun. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing about people in life. They'll tell you, they'll, they'll, they'll discourage you from doing something only so they can do it too. Mm-hmm. Right after. You know what I mean? Like they were like, no, you can't do that. That's stupid. That's a dumb idea, girl. Why would you think about something like that? You'd be like, dang, that is a dumb idea. And two years later, you see them with that same idea thriving. And so you got to be really careful when you start listening to, to to the masses about something that you felt was was good. And you know, as far as intentions wise, but yeah, it's it's, it's definitely um a conversation. And you know, if my daughter ever approaches me about it, you know, it'll be her decision. I'll let her know, you know, how I feel about it, you know. But I'll give her room to make her own decision to some degree. Like I said, I don't want no Chucky doll or no Freddy Krueger running around my house necessarily, but yeah. You know, being able to dress up in a costume, you know, and, and be something for a day is, is, I don't see, I don't really see a problem with it. But is there a certain movie that you had to watch on Halloween? Like Lady J, is there a certain movie you had to put on that you had to see around that time? Or you didn't really care? Oh, like, absolutely. Listen, I'm a Disney fanatic. Oh, Night yeah. Before Christmas is my favorite Halloween slash Christmas movie. <laughs> I was about to say, wait, you about two months early for that. <laughs> no, okay. Nightmare Before Christmas is a, a Halloween movie. It's very scary too. Well, well, essentially, like it could be split because like nothing is touching Nightmare Before Christmas. If we talk about new school, definitely Coco. Coco makes me cry on Disney every time I watch it. I've never even seen that. Oh, uh, do you do? Are you a Disney movie person? Like Disney shows and movies? I am, but I'll I'll admit that I've never seen that either. I've heard that it's really good. I've just I never know. taken the time to watch it. When they started changing like the the illustrations of the movie, sometimes I kind of fell off of it. So I was huge fans of um, Lion King, Aladdin, Mulan. Mulan probably one of my favorites. Um. Once they started doing stuff, I I kind of like Mo, Moana. Was that was that the name of it? Yeah, Moana. Yeah. But, but but see, Moana gets a little scary when they start when that lady when that lady turns into the whole garden thing and she starts moving like that stuff like that kind of scares me. Even like uh, what was that um, Under the Sea, Little Mermaid? When Ursula gets real big at the end and starts laughing, I got to cut it off. Like it's just too scary for me. Like Can stuff we- like that bothers me. Can we talk about Disney movies for a second? Sure. sure. Yes. Like, <laughs> the shade. Absolutely. <laughs> like, <laughs> we need to talk about Disney movies. Like, listen, I have smoke with Ursula. I really have smoke with her. Like, no yeah. lie. Like, she had 
poor Ariel trapped in a 360 deal. She was never <laughs> gonna come out. Like, legit, like, I have a whole pop- Like, when I say I'm a Disney fanatic, I'm a Disney Plus fanatic. Like, I'm probably their most watched user. Like, no lie. Because I've gone back and watched all the stuff. Like, all the Disney movies and even, like, you know, like the Proud family, things oh, like that. Man. So weird. Ooh. I went back to watch like um, all the shows that we watched like growing up to see if it still hits and all of them do which is so funny but no when it comes to Disney movies and Halloween there's so many because um, Twitches I went to rewatch that I went to rewatch Halloween Town all of those movies but Nightmare Before Christmas still reigns supreme for me if I was to rank top Disney Halloween movies like Pumpkin Jack, Pumpkin Jack, the Pumpkin King, Jack Skeleton, and Sally, perfect love story. Like my nails right now are themed for Halloween and themed in Nightmare Before Christmas. That's how much I'm into Halloween and Disney movies at the same time. I ain't gonna lie, you, you really got me because I ain't seen that movie for sure, Bruh, I, When I tell you, I must have stopped that. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know when I stopped. Like. At, See, I like Disney movies, but I don't think I was into them as much as you were. Like, if it caught my eye, like, I'd have to be watching the soundtrack, a Disney soundtrack, and a, and a song would have had to catch my eye. Like, I can't stand Lady in the Tramp, because that We Are Siamese song. It just oh, no, I don't like that. You I see what I'm saying? Honestly, I hate those it was kind of creepy, too. Like, oh, the, the cats and everything. We Are Siamese. stupid song. <laughs> Lady and the Tramp is like not top tier. It's actually bottom yeah. for me. Like people like I don't know why people put that movie so high on their list. It's definitely giving very much don't play it again. Ever. It was the love story. It was the love story because there was a song there that was like a love song. I forgot the name of it though. Um when it was But there are so many together. other like Disney cartoon animal love story movies like Aristocats, Cats Don't Dance, um, Oliver and Company, like literally a plethora of animals. I'm like, I ain't never seen those. Movies. Yeah, what? Aristocats, I love those. Aristocats was, 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 was cool to me. I don't, I don't remember it being, was it a love story too? Uh, with the alley cat and the mom. Okay, yeah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, Rest of the Cats. What was the other one? There was another one um, that had cats in it. There was Oliver and Company. I remember that. That that, that yep. had some fly songs. Oliver yes. and Company had some fly songs. You and, should um, watch Cats Don't Dance, though, Fern, if you're into soundtracks. Um, I'd have to hear it. Because it'd have to catch my eye when, I, when I'm, or catch my ear when I'm listening to it. If it don't, I'm not going to go searching for it. But if you tell me it's good, then I'll, I'll watch it. Because I was big on the, the Disney Channel growing up to a degree. Like smart guy and all that stuff when that was on a Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. Oh man, mm-hmm. Sweet Life of Zach and Cody and whew, unpopular opinion. I growing up and still kind of okay. So unpopular opinion. Growing up, I hated all movies that had too much singing. Like any musical or anything, I couldn't stand it. Oh, I don't I feel the same goodness, way. I can kind of feel that for real. I feel like, the same way. I feel the same way this day, to, to today. But like the Cheetah Girls and like High School Musical, like that—that's an exception. But too yeah, those are the only two. I hated musical cartoons. Honestly, the only time I finally started okaying musicals was when I went to my first Broadway show in New York. I went to see a, a Bronx Tale on Broadway. The first time I went to go to see a Broadway show, I'm like, okay, I will give musicals a try. But growing up, like once they had too much singing, it was a dub for me. I couldn't. But do you that. didn't like Dream Girls, the movie with Beyonce. Yes, that was that was a hard movie. Well, I was more so talking about cartoons. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Fernando. What was the adjective you just used? That was a horror movie. A horror. Yes. Wow. Oh lord. Okay. Okay, I can't. Okay. I'm not. I can't oh, even okay. press that right now. I love I no, no, but I love Beyonce. Don't don't get don't get it twisted. A you don't horror. get me canceled. You don't get me canceled. I love Beyonce. I just don't find Dream Girls to be that great of a movie to me. You know, I think people, I, th- I think people were enamored by the names and the people involved. I just don't know if I liked them. Like, if if you were to put that against some of the other movies that came out, um, Five Heartbeats, things like that, I don't know if I would really like Dream Girls 
to stand to stand the test of times. Wow. So this never happens, but I agree with you. So. Oh, oh, <laughs> OK. <laughs> All right. Well, of course, about. it had to be the Halloween episode. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's scary. I don't oh, know. Thing, scary. Thing, exactly. <laughs> this is a horror in and of itself. Lord, help us. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen to the world. I'm screaming. Oh, man. No, but I, I kind of agree with Dream Girls. I mean, the songs in it, they were okay. But out of all the Black musical movies, like, Dream Girls wouldn't be at the top of my list, honestly. I agree with you there. I do agree with you there. With Beyonce, that's my movie. I love Ooh, Cadillac, what? Cadillac Records. She wasn't even that big in that movie, but okay. You didn't like records no i like oh, the I movie but she wasn't she wasn't that her role wasn't as big in that movie as it was in dream girl so that's why i find that yeah it was cool yeah i don't know so i love beyonce i'm a i'm a beehive member i'm not the president but i am a member to beehive but um so if I was to rank my favorite movies of her, I don't know, Dream Girls would be at the bottom. But I love things like Cadillac Records. What was that movie with um Idris Elba? Don't feel obsessed. Is no, it- he was not good in that movie. Why do- y'all don't think Beyonce was good in Obsessed? The I think she was good in uh that movie with Cuba Gooding Jr. And right, in that movie. Yes. And that movie with Makai Pfeiffer Carmen. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, Jelly. Carmen what? is an untouchable topic. Like, that's a true Halloween movie because they had to tear cards and all if we're talking about Halloween movies. Exactly. Carmen, I had to fast forward through that part because I don't, I don't deal with the whole reading and stuff. When, Palms, cards, nothing. Globes, nothing. I don't read nothing. Jesus, go like tell me. I'm all, I'm all in the, it. Lo- the Lord is the only one that knows the beginning and the end. Don't be reading nothing for me. Oh, geez. Preach, preach out the jelly. Preach. I'm very much into tarot cards. Like, Uh-oh. very much. <laughs> Just shut, shut everything down. Shut that down real quick. <laughs> Flip that card over. Let me see. <laughs> Just to clarify, there's different type of people who are into tarot cards. There are people who are into tarot cards that believe they're believe tarot cards are the beginning and the end like they they tell all but i'm not that type of tarot card palm reader type of person right like i just take it as a grain of salt but i have been i like i started going to palm readers when i was at famu like in tallahassee there's this lady um downtown tallahassee uh psychic gina that did palm readings for 25 dollars. i would go to her like every other week like I kind of thought she was a fraud though um because I remember one time she told me that she was able to see my soulmate and she was just like she was describing him to me and I wanted more specific so I'm like so psychic Gina is he dark skin or light skin and she go tell me the spirit the spirits don't play guessing games I was like but wait a second you told me <laughs> my soulmate. then she told me if I wanted like a full cleansing I had to come back pay $300 but Nah. I will say tarot cards have become pop culture over the years. Like, especially if on Clubhouse, I can't tell you how many Clubhouse rooms I've ran into with free tarot card readings and things like that. But I think like people are scared of tarot cards because of the misconception. Like, Jelly, you could get a tarot card reading and be completely fine. I, what I need She's somebody to play with? No. <laughs> no. No, no, exactly. No, exactly. 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 I have I have a tarot card deck in my room right now, actually. Um, so you be reading people to her? Yeah, sometimes. Oh, girl. Mm-mm. 
I'll be blocking all of them when they follow me on Instagram. I'm like, y'all not finna put no voodoo hex on me yeah, looking at my pictures and picking out people to to, okay. to prey upon. I will no just do mine. Oh, Jesus. I could do everything on on therapy. <laughs> no, thank you. Okay. Okay. But no, Jelly, I think that's the misconception. Okay. So it's not a shocker that New Orleans is one of my favorite vacation spots in the U.S. I love New Orleans and New Orleans culture. My first tarot card reading was actually in New Orleans, right? Um, in the French Quarter. But I think it's a misconception that all people who do tarot card readings and stuff like that are going to do like voodoo and some type of weird thing on you. I don't think it's really like that. Like in New Orleans, um, some people are just seers, as they would call it, I guess. And it's just the reading of the cards. Like you ask a question. It's not supposed to be yes or no. It's supposed to be open ended. They do either a six or 12 card draw and they tell you what they see based on the cards right so that's really all it is I don't think it's it's anything more like there's no spell they're not gonna put no no bad mojo on you but I see how um social media and places like there they kind of villainize it I guess you could say uh and make it seem like more than it is there's to me there's nothing wrong with tarot cards. I feel like, because I do, I do it all. Like I use sage in my room. Somebody told me, oh, I shouldn't be using sage because that's like work of the devil to sage my room, all that type of stuff. But I do all of that. Okay. That's what's up. Um, do, do you think that <clears throat> people have negative misconceptions about it because negative misconceptions have been put out there? Like I, 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 not that they don't, but I haven't heard anybody that I know come back with a positive reading. You know what I'm saying? Like not, not necessarily positive, but I mean, it hasn't happened. It's been a lot of smoky mirror type stuff where anybody could have guessed that it's never been a situation where it's like, they told you, you were going to be smiling named Thomas next week, like a, pro- like a prophecy maybe. And maybe that, maybe they're two different things. Cause I've okay. never looked into it. So, so, so maybe you should educate us on it. That okay. way we don't make any assumptions. Tarot card readers aren't prophets, right? Okay. So when I tell you, it, it's really an open-ended question. Like, <laughs> no tarot card reader will give you a name like your soulmate is Peter. Peter is going to meet you at Starbucks in this city and he's going to order the chai latte and that's going to be your guy. Like tarot card readings don't work like that. Like first and foremost, like I think the biggest thing with tarot card readings and stuff like that now, especially around this season where more people are like intrigued to try it is there's, there are false tarot card readers. They're just people who pull cards and say, whatever, let's be clear. There's people that pull cards and say whatever. Like, if you're into, like, the full moon and stuff like that, I'm very much into the energy of the full moon. So I'm much into the energy of the full moon, making my moon water, doing the tarot card pull, cleaning, cleansing my my space with sage. But tarot card readings aren't supposed to terrify you, right? And no real tarot card reader can even tell you when you're going to live or you're going to die or anything like that. None of that, none of that is actually, like, real. Because that's not how it works. Because essentially a tarot card has, uh, every tarot card represents something. So let's say you pull like the two of cups, the chariot card, the death card, which more so indicates instant change, but not total demise, right? So I think there's like misconception. I know in Carmen, I think Beyonce got the death card and then she died. Yeah. This you know what I'm saying? Like the TV doesn't do well. Like TV doesn't do well with those type of things. Like the, you want to see somebody, you know what I'm saying? But if you're into New Orleans culture and the city of New Orleans as much as I am, this is like people's culture. Like in parts of New Orleans, this is literally what people know, what they grew up with, with their culture. So I think it just really depends on where you are and if the person is like a false prophet or not. Because I've been to multiple, I I can't even tell you how many tarot card readers I've been to. It's probably touching 20 to 30 different ones that I've like. Do you feel like the money you paid for all those different readers was worth it? Like, has it changed your life in a way that you feel like it was worth the money that you paid? Or could you have just gone on living life not having been read? So I didn't actually pay for a lot of those. Um, 
I didn't pay for a lot of them. I will say that a lot of them were actually free readings. But the ones if I go back and think about the ones that I did pay for, could I have lived my life without have been read? Yeah, absolutely. Just like people could live their life without doing a lot of things. I think, yeah, I could. But I will say there's this one tarot card reader on Instagram. Her name is Reed, is uh, Celeste. I've got every time I've gotten a reading from her, like her stuff actually comes true. Like I'm not saying how it does or whatever it is. She usually does like full moon readings on days like today, but her stuff actually comes true. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it just, for me, when I think about tarot cards and stuff like that, I kind of take it as a grain of grain of salt, right? Like if they say I'm never going to ABC, I don't, walk around woe is me tarot card reader reader, Gina said I'm never going to ABC right I don't take it that way but I do have one of my really good friends Mo um when we were in Tallahassee we used to go to the palm reader place together I used to just take it as a grain of salt but I remember one day she came out of psychic Gina's office like crying her eyes out because psychic Gina said she would never find a man she'll never get married all sorts of stuff so I feel like you got to know yourself if you're easily triggered by people like that and you know you're going to take it like and go crazy I wouldn't do it but if you're just open to the experience and just seeing what it says and seeing the cards I would say why not what do you have to lose I do want to try it I do what is it against Christians and tarot cards what what is the thing is it because tarot cards allegedly tell the future and only God knows the future is that why a lot of Christians don't mix with tarot cards um uh from what i understand there's some people who use things like that for good and some people who don't necessarily use it for good there's some things um biblically you had soothsayers and people who did those type of things but they were more um it was more seen as witchcraft to some people um but you know those gifts can those gifts can all probably be used similarly. They're just probably misunderstood. It's like some people don't go to church because of X, Y, and Z. Some people don't go to tarot card readers because of X, Y, and Z. You're probably somewhat getting a version of a prophecy either way. But for me, I just it's, it's never something that I really the whole it's, it's really mystifying. They used to have the crystal balls. They should light up and you rubbing your you rubbing your hand around a crystal ball and it just kind of you know TV kind of. <laughs> it doesn't give you the the most um objective way that something is you know um so i do understand what you're saying but as far as christianity it just wasn't something um that we grew up on um you also you actually seen things in the bible where there were people who like i said soothsayers and they did things like that and they, they weren't seen in the most positive light so i'm sure that had something to do with it carrying over uh, I can't say that's for all Christians, but I know a lot growing up in like a black household um, or going to a black church back in the day, that definitely was something that you didn't do. So I have a question. With Christianity, and especially when it comes to things like Halloween, tarot card stuff like that, do you think the thought of it or the concept behind it can actually be altered? Because I hear a lot of Christians say, they won't celebrate Halloween because of the Bible, but these are still the same Christians that sin regularly outside of a American made holiday, but they don't blame the Bible for it. Right. So I'm like, how do you, how do we pick and choose with that? How do we pick and choose with the Bible? Yeah, how do Christians pick and choose with the Bible that they'll say some like tarot cards is bad, but then there's other things that we do that are almost almost as equally yoked some things are easier to point out than others mm, right okay. you you can if um if somebody runs a red light it's easily seen yo that person ran a red light but if somebody's jaywalking you might not say nothing about it mm-hmm. you know so it also depends on what the masters are doing sometimes because that plays well into if if most society is getting away with running across the street you know what i mean when it's a, it's a don't walk sign, then, all right, cool, we're not going to bother you as much as somebody doing 75 and a 20, mm, you know? Okay. So that, that may have something to do with it. But everybody's built differently. You know, some people are more free-loving Christians to where it's 
New Testament based where it's, you know, it's by the grace of God that I'm here. You give everybody the opportunity to make their mistakes, but you just let them know the love of Jesus Christ. And, you know, that's the saving grace. Then you have some Old Testament people where there's certain things in the Bible that say not to do. And if you do that, they're going to hold that against you. So if in Deuteronomy, they say you're not supposed to eat um, shellfish and you're supposed to do this and you're supposed to pray like this. You're supposed to wear this type of outfit to church and you're supposed to, they're really hung up on that type of stuff. So it's all perspective based. Sometimes it's, it's the times you were born in, person you learn from, it, it can it can encompass a lot of things. It may be hard to reteach an 88 year old, you know what I mean, about the love of Jesus Christ if you grew up having to wear long skirts in church because of Christian culture in the Baptist church or Pentecostal church mm-hmm. or wearing a head covering or it's a whole bunch of different things that I'm sure that as we move forward in God that we'd have to correct so that we don't make those same mistakes again but it's all upbringing a lot of times you know and like I've always said I'm okay with people introducing upbringings or following their upbringings but when we get to a certain age you're responsible for what you know and what you learn for the future and what you teach your children so now you have to go in i'm always a person that likes to unlearn relearn rewire myself so you're going to be responsible for presenting god in the way he should be presented so you have to learn what he actually says so i can't really go by what my mom and dad say alone or my pastor say alone i got to go read it for myself and if i find that there's anything that's no longer or that's not there that they said was there then I have to make the adjustments to myself Hmm. that's powerful well thank you thank you no that's that's powerful look Halloween brings out the best in you coach I like I'm talking about man this is every day with coach actually but I'm (laughs) like a, a walking Eric Thomas man I ain't gonna lie to you yeah you have to really rewire yourself you know the same way I said you know if you talk about tarot cards I'm like oh god here she go before I say anything about it, let me educate myself. Tell me what they tell me what they are. You know what I mean? Tell me what they do. Tell me what they use for. Because my understanding of it can be totally different. Because what I see on TV, what I see on cartoons, you know what I mean? So let me educate myself about it. And then let me let me think if my thought patterns are ignorant because I didn't have the information on it or I didn't seek the information on it. And if after you explain it to me, if it makes sense, then it makes sense. Yeah, I think we all have to do that as adults, like regardless of religion or what cultural background, like there are a lot of things that your parents or older people can only tell you based on their experience and their perspective. And maybe there are certain things that, you know, they are passing down just because someone told them. So it's not like we can all go based off of how we grew up or what we were told. And, you know, the great thing about it now is we have resources at our fingertips at every single second of every single day in order to educate ourselves. I personally don't think that I will be participating in the in the readings, but I can definitely do more to educate myself on the culture of voodoo so that I don't say anything that might offend anyone in the future. Um, but there are certain things that I feel like, you know, certain people are just not open to participating in. Um, and I think that, you know, sometimes you have to respect people or where they at. Some some people will will not try shrimp for everything in the world because they believe that they're the roaches of the sea. I'm not going to convince you. I'm still going to eat my shrimp, though. You know, so as, as long as we can interact respect, uh, respectfully with each other and try to educate ourselves on whatever it is we think our opinion is. So we're not speaking from a place of ignorance. I think that you know, it doesn't matter. As long as you do you and, and let me do me, it's all good. Yeah, I think that's it. Like, respect, you know. And a lot of times respect comes from either listening or educating yourself about something. Yep. And once you do that, then we can have a conversation. Like, I can never tell you how a woman feels unless she's told me. You know what I mean? So if a woman shares with me how she feels, I can explain that from what she told me. But I can never, you know, say how she feels about something or never speak for women you know in general because i'm not a woman now i can tell you what i observed what i've heard and what i've experienced and i can tell you that primarily because i was there or i participated in it but it's always great not to speak 
in blanket language unless you've done your research um, or you've listened first. Because a lot of people, you know, they, they, they're talking because they've heard something happen or they heard how this was or somebody told them and they really don't know. So now their primary opinion comes from somebody else's opinion of something that may or may not be facts. So you really got to really do your homework. And sometimes your homework is just having a conversation, but you doing more listening um, than speaking. But yeah, that's that's just how I feel about it. Did did you do you feel that, um, Lady J? Do you feel like Christians have, or people that you've met who believe in God, have a not a, a slighted but a weird view about those type of things? Um, yeah, I I do think they have a weird view, but I think it's kind of like a a lot of is is Bible thumpers a derogatory term? <laughs> Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think a lot of like heart. Okay, so you know when you talk to people about religion these days, because we're millennials, people have so many different perspectives. I've heard people say I believe in God, but I don't believe in religion. I've heard right. people say they refuse to buy into Christianity, but they're still a product of God and they pray to God every day. But I mm-hmm. think when it comes to the core essence of Christianity, and when it comes to things that are hard to explain. Um, I think there's just like a set rubric that's like, this is something we don't do. Halloween, we don't do that. Stuff like that. But then again, I also heard somebody say they think Christians could be a hip- can be a hypocrite in some ways because the same Christians who refuse to celebrate Halloween, they will celebrate Thanksgiving. So, I mean, I don't have a feeling toward it either way, but um I think it's just how you look at stuff. I don't take Halloween too deeply. To me, because I'm such a holiday person, to me, it's just another day to gather with family and friends and have a good time. That's it, right? It's not us worshiping the devil. It's not us trying to resurrect the dead. We ain't trying to do none of that. If it's a day we're all off, let's have a good time with family and friends. That's it in the core essence of it. Same thing with uh, 4th of July. I am not one of those black folks that have canceled 4th of July because me and all my family are usually off that day. So yes, we still get together, barbecue, stuff like that. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> sometimes growing up, you you see that, you know, in some Christian households, you take every holiday that comes up and you turn it into something about God. You know what I'm saying? We don't celebrate Santa Claus. Is Jesus' birthday. You know what I mean? Thanksgiving is the time we give thanks to God. You know what I mean? Halloween, Holy Week. Like you, you can spend whatever you want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? New Year's Eve, we in church all night. And you got to bring in church. You know what I mean? You got to bring in um, the New Year in the presence of God. So, I mean, I you know, get it. You probably right. The, the last New Year, I brought it in at the club, and then we faced a whole global pandemic. And we legit always jokingly say, never again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like one of my boys, I think he he may have missed. Um, he used to always be in um in church New Year's Eve night, and I think one year he decided to go to a club. I think one of his friends got killed that was with him. He was like, "Oh, never again." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's you know it, it's different for everybody. Some of these things can be coincidence. I just don't believe in coincidences a lot of times. So I believe that God is. You know, he he has certain things that he wants you to do, and I try to I try to do those. Listen, God, God, all God got to do is whisper to me, and I'll listen. That's that's one thing. I'm not one of those people that he got to knock up over the head and do all this type of stuff for for me to hear. No, I just whisper. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's. I don't want no parts of being on the outs with God. You know, that's yeah. just how I feel about it. Listen, you know? I, I I want my uh sauteed salmon so listen i'm telling you look one thing see one thing about god is he going he gonna always be god so that part i ain't never worried about i just want to always be in his good graces mm-hmm. and if if my path is clear for destiny i don't want to start putting things there that become obstacles because the destination is still the same which is it's gonna be harder to get there and i don't want to make my my walk no harder than it has to be you know what I mean? Because I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be all these great things. But do I got to deal with these little mini um, problems on the way there? I don't Listen, I like easy life. Man, God has made my life easy for the most part. You know, I look at other, you know, if you go to third world countries or 
you go spend the time in a, at a NICU in a hospital sometimes, it'll put you right back in perspective. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You start seeing babies with tubes in their noses and you start seeing um, people without limbs and like mm-hmm. it, it, it just puts you in perspective. So you realize that, you know, like you said, we, we, got, we got first world problems. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, so it's just something to think about, but yeah, absolutely. If we, if we just overall speaking, you get a good perspective on how somebody else thinks. Like even me having conversations with guys at my, my job about Muslim culture, growing up, you know, if you do talked about the nation of Islam in a, in a Christian family in the 90s, it was like, nah, we can't. But the more you start learning and understanding things now, you start understanding that they were, a lot of them were just about the betterment of black people in general. But if you already start feuding each other before you even meet each other, then that's part of the division itself. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. Yeah, I mean, we could we could talk these topics all night, man. But, um, dang, these sessions always sound so good, man. Mm-hmm. And they always got to, golly. Yeah, man. But, you know, these sessions always got to come no close. So, ladies, I'm going to need your final thoughts. I'm going to start with you, Shay. Talk to me. What you learn about tonight? What's your final thoughts? Final thoughts. Um, enjoy what you want to enjoy. Um, regardless of what people think. Like if you're into Halloween, celebrate Halloween. If you're into tarot cards, you know, do your readings. Like it's all up to the person. Um, don't feel any way about what you do or don't do. So even if you don't celebrate, that's all right. Go have your your holy ween or you just chill at home and watch a movie. You do what you feel is right, and don't right. let anybody make you feel any different about it. Yo, that's a that's a whole word, man. That's a whole word. Days your days. How about you? I would just say, do your research. Like that's really what I was coming to when we were discussing. Was like, you know, I was sitting here saying like, oh, I kind of want to try tarot cards, but like, I don't know if I know my why. You know, yeah. so. Mm-hmm definitely do your research on things and explore exactly what you want to explore. Kind of like what Shay was saying. Definitely do your research. Um, Jelly, how about you? Parents beware. If you address your children like Chucky, be prepared for the hospital bill. That's it. That's it. Punt, would you say the kick return? <laughs> oh, that, the field goal is good. Okay. That, the, the field goal is good. Man. You're going through the, the big yellow H. <laughs> oh lord this is bible talk okay a, huh what Listen, talked about the last days oh about the last days. that's it it's the revelations right here you wear chucky a chucky outfit revelations happening to you exactly i thought wow. we'd be living through revelations um cc pandemic <laughs> yeah we we might be only in chapter one it's about 30 chapters <laughs> 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 what chapter they bring in uh when they ended unemployment what chapter revelations is that uh, let me let me go back and reread it and get back to you let me do my research okay let me do my research yeah i'm not doing nothing without research now shout out to deja um lady j how about you i think for me more importantly it's just i think just be open to things I don't think there's any one way of doing something even when it comes to holidays and even when it comes to you know having your own family I don't think there's only one way of doing things and for me because I was exposed to everything and given the opportunity to choose what I want to do and what I don't want to do regardless of how my parents felt about it I felt like you know it gave me a worldview on things so be open to things and be, you know, open-minded. Yeah. For me, I'm going to go with um, knowledge of self is, is important um, because you'll know when something is not in alignment. Um, you can do your research on things, but you, you want to know what's best for your life. And sometimes you'll know that through exposure and sometimes you'll know that through a closed door. So understand yourself, understand what you believe, and make sure anything that you put in yourself or invest in yourself is in accordance to what you believe so that you can make it happen for your end product. Man, this is this is great, man. Once again, man, we appreciate y'all for listening, man. This is it's been a great session, man. Listen, follow us on Untherapy Podcast on IG, man. 
We appreciate y'all's support. We appreciate the DMs that we get, the constant DMs about the, the pieces of the episodes that you like, the personal messages that you guys send to us about what you like, um, the people you like, and the stories you like. Man, we, we really appreciate it. Hey, we learn so much in these sessions, man. We don't want them to end, but they have to. Once again, it's the ladies, the wonderful ladies, the wonderful untherapy ladies, all of our untherapists on the show. We got Lady J, we got Shay, we got Deja Dej, we got Jelly, yours truly, Coach Ferns, and we out.